0: You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready
1: for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Margie and Sarah from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 646. And you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that face between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be
0: a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us. We've got Vicki, Margie, Sarah, or myself, Stephanie at 636-395-0544 and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation.
1: A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your trip, so contact us today. So, Sarah, I know you were on the show with Stephanie and I. I don't know. No Margie was sick. Um, when we talked about a couple weeks ago how the walls were being torn up at Mickey's and runny, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, um, but if, in case the listeners didn't, we were talking about how the walls have been so torn up that the ride isn't even two years old and all this. So apparently... I don't know if Disney got wind of, I'm pretty sure it wasn't from our show. (laughs) I'm sure other people complained. They were listening to us, you know they are. Yes, well, they started painting the walls now. So they're fixing the areas that were destroyed by between the EVCs and children and maybe even some adults pulling on the walls, we don't know. So I just wanted to let you guys know, um, the only problem was there are some spots that Disney didn't wasn't able to ke- camouflage it, but it's still not so blatant. Where before it was like these big, huge blotches in the wall, and it just looked really bad. So, please, 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 if you're listening, watch your children from now on. Now that Disney's fixed it, so we'd like it to stay nice until at least Sarah gets there in January,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, please. I do feel like most of the cues are pretty dark. Unless it's the outside portion of the queue. So maybe that'll help camouflage uh, the imperfections in the walls.
3: Why are people think that, picking that, at them?
1: What you say, Margie? Are people picking at it? Or is it like <laughs> yep.
2: people leaning up against
1: the walls? No, All it of was, the above. <laughs> I think probably leaning, but there were kids picking. I mean, I'm sure some of them were too tall for smaller children. So it had to have been like a teenager or something. We were talking about that. We were hoping that it was not an adult, but I mean, you just don't know. People,
3: this is Disney. <laughs> it's not Six Flags,
1: I said okay? that like,
3: exact same thing, Margie. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the behavior we expect at Six Flags, okay? Not Disney. <laughs> um... If you're gonna act this way, don't come to Disney. I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that looks really bad. I'm just looking at pictures. It, yeah, it doesn't look like just
0: wear normal wear and tear damage. Right. There was definitely some something going on. Okay, so we had some really big news this week. You maybe have heard about Disney's announcement, where they said that we are getting the Genie app. There's a lot and I mean a lot that goes along with this Genie app. So much that we actually are going to dedicate all of Friday's show to the Genie app and talking about our feelings about it and everything else. But I mean, I'm not going to leave you guys hanging for this Wednesday. So we're just gonna kind of touch on some of what this entails. Fast passes, this is the want, wall sad part. Fast passes are gone. They are retired. They are a thing of the past. You will no longer get free fast passes. They're going to be replaced with this disney genie and then really the disney genie plus disney genie is actually free which i think is confusing to some people it is um just sort of like an app it's a service that helps plan your individualized vacation so the way i'm envisioning this and i don't know about you guys um this is just in my mind perfect world they might have you kind of put in things like do, are you a thrill seeker for rides or are you there for the shows do you like parades do you have small children and then they kind of bring up and individualize it with like okay this is these are the things you're going to want to make sure to go to and to see here's some great like if you go over to this section of the park right now the wait times are down go to this this ride so that's kind of my understanding of how this could possibly run but what disney has released is just it's an indivi- it's individualized and it's going to help guide you around the park and sort of be your planner for that
2: um and then there is is that what you guys are also hearing and yeah yes. and it's uh, not just the rides and experiences but it'll also suggest dining like if um, this is what I was thinking. If if you're in the middle of Main Street and it's around lunchtime, it might say, "Hey, maybe you want to grab a hot dog from Casey's Corner or um, something like that." So it'll suggest mobile ordering times or um, the walk up m- the the line. I'm forgetting what it's called now. Help me out, ladies. <laughs> the, uh, the standby virtual the list. Yes, thank you for um, table service restaurants. If there's yes. open spots available, it will let you know. Um, so it's also dining. So you don't have to click
0: on like when I'm there, I click on every single restaurant and I'm like constantly searching. It should give you some of these notifications just so it pops up for you. So it makes it a lot more convenient and easier to use. And that is the free service. So woohoo, that's exciting. Then there's a paid service, Disney Genie Plus. It's $15 per person per day at Disney World. At Disneyland, it's going to be $20 per person per day. And you're um, going to need to get this for your party if you would like sort of something similar to that FastPass experience where you get to go in that FastPass line, right? So you have the normal standby line, and then you have the jump to the front of the line, you get one at a time. So at 7am if you are a resort guest, 7am you'll go ahead and boom, get on your app and choose your very first fast pass. I'm I'm air quoting right now. You're
2: you're, they call it the lightning lane. Yeah. It's,
0: it's gonna take some time for me to get used to that. <laughs> I'm gonna keep calling them fast passes for the longest time. But you're gonna get on there at 7 a.m. You're gonna choose and then once you get on your first ride and have done that first ride, then you can choose another and then you can choose it's just gonna be one at a time. Go on it, do it get another one. One at a time, go do, get another one. Um, And you have an unlimited amount of those. But keep in mind, it's not every single ride. They haven't released what rides it will cover, but they did kind of say some of the bigger rides um, are on there. Now I'm thinking not the big, big rides. So like Flight of Passage, Rise of the Resistance, those are not gonna be on there. Um, But I think even like Splash Mountain, they mentioned that's gonna be on there. So there's, there's some really great options still with that for $15 per person per day. And you do not have to book this in advance. The nice thing about it is with the Fast Passes, you had to have your days planned 60 days in advance and you can't really make changes because you couldn't get another Fast Pass. Like that is your day and you are stuck to it. This is kind of nice because it starts at 7 a.m. for those resort guests. If you're staying off site, then it's, um, you have to wait till you get to the park to make your first lightning lightning lane pass. Right. Um, but it's it's just a little more flexible. You know, and if you're like, oh, I don't think I actually want to go over there now, I can just make some adjustments. So, perks? Yes. Are we sad that free fast passes are gone? Absolutely, we're sad. I was just prepared for a price closer to Universal's price, and that scared me.
1: Mm. Yeah. So
0: this price I wasn't upset with.
2: I'll try to save most of my comments for our larger discussion Mm -hmm. on Friday, (laughs) Um, but I'll leave you with some teasers. I really think this is all going to hinge on, does the system they've created actually work? Or... (laughs) is it going to be like the past where I've done my three fast passes for the day and now you can select one at a time after you've made it through your three. So this is the past. This is not now. Say that again. But you know what would always come up in Magic Kingdom? Barnstormer. And that's what you would get. You might, you know, get a Dumbo or if you're really lucky you might get a Big Thunder but chances are you're getting barnstormer and that's going to be your option over and over again Mm -hmm. so is this going to be fixed that's my biggest question so um but we'll talk more about that on friday
3: i just wanted to say that this genie app does in no way take the place
2: of a travel (sighs) agent (laughs) if anything it's more complicated
3: You still need us as a travel agent before your trip, during your trip, after your trip,
2: all the things. You can book this as part of your package. You do not have to wait until the day of to make this part of your vacation.
3: I'm just so afraid that people are going to be like, oh, well I don't need a travel agent anymore because this genie is going to plan my whole day for me at the parks and so (laughs) I don't need a travel agent. But.
1: You do. <laughs> the genie doesn't know you personally and hasn't talked with you and know your family's needs and wants. It's it's a computer.
0: It hasn't decided which days you should be doing your parks and like giving you those insights of, OK, you're going to want to start at this park, and then your next day it's probably easiest and best to go here, and you want to avoid this park on these days. It doesn't, it doesn't do those things. It doesn't book those parks for you, either. You still need somebody to do that kind
2: of stuff. And you're still going to need park pass reservations and dining reservations dining reservations aren't gone you you don't have to wait until the day of to figure out what you're eating if you like planning all of that in advance and did you want to talk about the individual attraction selections this is the hardest part for me this is for me too okay but if they don't have a price for it yeah it's going to be dependent on which day you're in the park and how crowded the parks are Oh, so that's yes. why they don't have a yeah, price like, for it. It's going
3: to be like surge pricing, like Uber yeah. or Lyft. It's going to be surge pricing.
2: So let me tell you, if you're... Okay, so individual attraction selection is going to be for those big rides, like Rise of the Resistance, um, probably Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Flight of Passage. Um, Ratatouille. Yes, Remy's Ratatouille. And... Frozen. You're going to be able to pick... If you choose to do this, and I... I don't think do you have to have genie plus to do this or can you do it without genie plus I think you could do it without probably I don't know we will we'll make sure before Friday but um <laughs> you have the option to buy your way onto things like rise of the resistance so let's say you don't get that boarding group you can go on your phone and you can pay whatever the amount is for that day and get on rise of the resistance So, um, but yeah, if you're going at Christmas time, I imagine it's gonna cost you a pretty penny. I just wish they would have given us like a price range for that because- And it's only two rides per park per day. Not per park, it's two rides per day. Per day, sorry, not per park. That's right, because you can park hop. That's Mm -hmm. right, yeah, so only two per day. They haven't told us anything because Stephanie,
3: They haven't even told us the opening day for Space 220, even though they announced it two weeks ago and said that it's opening mid-September. Mid-September is two weeks from now, and we still don't have an opening date for Space 220. So I don't even know when Genie is gonna go into effect. (laughs) It could possibly be 2022.
2: What did they say, late fall or just fall? Now I can't even remember. I think they just said fall. Just fall, which fall, the first day of winter then is technically in, December twenty first. Yeah, December twenty-first. So <laughs> it might not be here. Let me take us back to
3: Mandalorian <laughs> is going to be released on Disney Plus of October twenty twenty. And when did it get released? October thirty first thirtieth. Okay. They wait and they say fall. So yeah, it's going to be like November 30th. It's going to be like December 20th when it's coming
2: out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I
3: don't know. I think Disney's
0: also, you know, I've said this many times, Disney's greedy. And so this is extra money in their pockets. I think they want to
3: do it right away and start monopolizing on this. I mean, they have been working on the Genie app since 2019. I mean, that's when they announced it. And so they've had quite a while to work on it. So... It'll be interesting to see. I'm excited for the Genie app. I am really excited yeah. for that. Even Genie Plus, I, I will use it when I go in
0: October. I'm going to try it just so I can kind of explain to my clients, was it worth it? Mm-hmm. What do I think? Give my feedback. Um. Now, will I try the individual rides? Meh, probably not. <laughs> that one, I don't think it's as worth it for me. $60 for my family of four to go for one day and get on lots of Dumbo rides and hunting <laughs> hubs, that, oh, well, we'll see. But um, just one ride, that much money? Nope, I don't think I can do it.
2: I'm going to be interested to just see what those individual attraction selections, I wish they could come up with a better name. Like we have Lightning Lane and we have Genie Plus and then we have Individual Attraction Selection.
1: Um, <laughs> I w- <laughs> One of the vloggers said he's calling it Lightning Plus.
3: Lightning Plus.
2: Well, and my thing is... Can we come
3: up with another name than plus because we have Disney plus and we have Genie plus and we have all these pluses.
2: I think they're it's a branding thing. I think no, they're sticking sure. with it. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, let's let's talk more on Friday. I oh, feel like sure. we're we're getting into it, but we just like to talk so this past Saturday, August 21st, Disney World started hosting a COVID-19 vaccination event for cast members, their families, and friends. The fir- this first event was at Disney Springs, but there will be more vaccination events this week at Magic Kingdom, Yacht Club, and Beach Club. You may remember that all cast members, salary, and non-union cast members are required to have the vaccine by the end of September. So at least they're offering them an easy way to receive the vaccine.
3: Exactly. Okay, so this is an event to where they go and get the vaccine. Correct. Okay, it's not-
1: Not to get COVID. <laughs> when, I first,
3: when I first heard this, you guys, I was like, oh, are they having like special parties for people who are vaccinated? <laughs> <excited>. no. like... <laughs> nope. Okay. Go get your vaccine at Disney Springs or Magic Kingdom.
2: Maybe you you get a Disney band-aid on your arm. Well shoot, I'm there. That would be fun. <laughs> okay, the mayor
3: of Orlando, Buddy Dyer, is asking all residents to reduce their water consumption oh my. immediately. This is like a really big deal and I would have never, ever thought about this. Like ever. Um, So why he's asking this is um, he asked citizens to avoid watering their lawn in an effort to help retain the water that they need to help in the hospitals. And so this is why. The request is because liquid oxygen, which is used to treat water in the city, is in critical demand by hospitals to treat patients with COVID-19. So if the consumption is not reduced, the situation could hit a critical point within the next week, and the residents are possibly going to be asked to boil their water for safety. What so a pain! Wow, it is like a really big deal, and I would have never thought that that would be an effect of COVID. You know what I mean? Like, right? Um, it's currently unknown how, if at all, this would affect Walt Disney World, which is currently unaffected. And if it would, just think about like all of the landscaping that Disney uses to create everything. Luckily, the flower and garden is done. That's for (laughs) (laughs) sale. They don't need it for that. Um, But I'm sure, you know, like if Disney were to, I would be not so much the landscaping, but just the amount of water needed to like make recipes, cook food, and do the rides. And uh, how many of their rides are water based? I mean, we're not drinking that water, but
2: so y- you can purify water in a couple different ways. One of those is chlorine. So the probably the better way to do that is using liquid oxygen, which you happen to need for COVID nineteen patients. So. Florida in general, the state, has never been in a good situation with water. And there a lot of cities in Florida have reclamation centers where they purify water and they're trying to, you know, get it ready for consumption. Now, Disney is basically a city upon itself. And if you've ever heard of this, it's called the Reedy Creek Improvement District and they have their own water treatment plant that handles Disney. Now, you have to bring in liquid oxygen from somewhere. Now, does Disney use the same liquid oxygen supplier that the city of Orlando uses? Who knows? If they do, yeah, maybe it's a problem. If they don't, maybe it's not a big problem. Now, has Florida put their own self in this position with um, lax COVID regulations? That's a different conversation. But Disney uses their own water treatment plant to reclaim water, and they use it for all of their landscaping. On all their golf courses, they use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have many processes in place to reuse and recycle water that you're the, your average guest just isn't going to see. Yeah. Uh, where do they get their drinking water from? I'm not sure. I tried to look it up, and I, I couldn't figure that out. So I think because it's a matter of where they get their liquid oxygen from, and where does that supply come from.
3: The drinking water in Magic Kingdom does not taste good.
2: No nope but in a lot of places in Florida, it doesn't taste good. that's yeah. beach water
0: <laughs> yeah it's
2: the same it's the same way. If you go to the coast here, it's got a weird it's the beach water, and when you're on a peninsula, it's all beach water, I guess ick yeah. I
1: remember the first time we went and Joey's like, what is wrong with this water? It smells like rotten eggs.
0: (laughs) I bring a water bottle that is a filtered water bottle. Mm, I know you're the one
1: that told me that trick. Works so much better. All right. So we are going to share some great news. Stephanie, I know for sure has been asking, not that all of us haven't, but Stephanie's been saying we need more resorts. We got those. Now she was talking about we need more restaurants. So yay, we're opening new restaurants, which is amazing. We need those to do some reservations because if you've tried to do any reservations in October, you know how slim pickings they are. So my grandma always told me that the squeaky wheel gets the oil. This has to do with Ohana. So Ohana opened. We know that. And first they said there wasn't going to be the noodles. And then everybody threw a big old fit. And guess what? Disney brought back the noodles. Well, apparently the people weren't happy with what they were bringing instead of the food that they had at ohana and i guess enough people made a big stink about it because now they have brought back the wood-fired teriyaki beef the spicy peel and eat shrimp and the polynesian chicken now the difference is they used to come out on skewers but because of covid it can't so they'll just serve it in the pan so they'll skewer it back in the back and then they'll put it in a pan they can't walk around the restaurant just in case for some reason Um, What they had in place was this cheesy island shrimp casserole, which I have to tell you guys, we didn't end up getting dinner reservations, but I was kind of looking forward to trying it because, you know, it's fun to try new things. Doesn't sound bad. yeah. And they also had kielbasa sausage and they were grilling the chicken. So now it's back to the things that it was before. So again, I guess, especially with Disney lately, it seems like the squeaky wheel gets the oil, although that's not really working for um, the raising of the prices and the discarding of things, but... We can still keep trying The other one is Cinderella's Royal Table is reopening for breakfast Starting August 27th Um, You are able Or you were able yesterday, August 24th To make reservations However, they did not give us Any pricing as to how much That breakfast is going to be Bearing in mind that as far as we know At this time, Cinderella is the only Character that's being uh, Just shown, not even like Coming around to your tables So, and especially now with COVID ramping back up in Florida, I'm pretty sure it's not
3: going to happen. I just don't know why, and I've thought about this ever since Cinderella's Royal Table opened, why can't they just rotate the princesses and have them stand right where Cinderella stands? And then- This has been our question
1: since the beginning, because we don't work for them, Margie. I mean, we do, but we don't.
3: (laughs) And I still say, throw a bedazzled mask on those princesses. Yep. Yep. I agree.
0: (laughs) Make it normal for the kids if they've got to wear them. Why can't the princess? Seriously. Yeah,
3: exactly. Set an example, princesses. Okay? Mm -hmm. Come on, Disney. (laughs) Get on board the mask train. I need to meet these Ohana fans. Like, you do not mess with the Ohana fans. I know that. (laughs) Because (laughs) they're, like, the only fans that have, like, put up a stink. And gotten their way. And gotten their way. I mean... Columbia Harbor House hasn't been open, but nobody is saying anything about that. But, I mean, I guess there's not a big fan base for it Columbia is Harbor open. House. There
2: is, there is, but they were still serving their food, just in a different yes, location. True, but it was not as good. I'm going to tell you this.
3: Columbia well, Harbor House food was not as good at Toma- Tomorrowland Terrace.
2: <laughs> it's better at Harbor House. Don't send hate mail. Ohana is not my favorite.
1: <laughs> We're not sitting hate meal.
2: It's okay. I mean, it's good, but it's not like, I think there's a lot of hype. I'm just going to say it. And now we can move on to what I think <laughs> is the best buffet, Stephanie, on Disney property.
0: Boma? <laughs> okay. So this is Sarah's favorite. Boma at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. And I'm about to say something. Are you ready, guys? It's opening... It's buffet for breakfast and dinner. That's right. Buffet. We talked about this happening at Disneyland and we were kind of shocked because, you know, California and how California was like, they're doing a buffet before Disney World did a buffet. Really? Um, Well, Florida is now following suit. Disney World is following suit and they are doing a buffet the first it's the first one that's reopening at Disney World. It's $49 for adults, $27 for kids 10 and under, plus, of course, tax and gratuity for both. And guess what? Gina was able to get a table for Vicky Yay. and her October trip for their girls' trip. They got a table at BOMA. That's awesome. All right, Margie, you can
2: say it like my kids say it. You can say buffet. A buffet. Mm. You, okay, all the three of you need to go watch Muppet Treasure Island. Rizzo invites rats on the boat, on the ship, and they think they're going on a cruise. And so they're singing the songs. Vicki, I feel like you're smiling. You know what I'm talking about. I think I do, but I'm not sure. And I'm- the rats sing this song, and <laughs> or everybody sings the song. The rats come in, and they sing, Margaritas at the Midnight Buffet.
1: Oh, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> and my
2: kids walk around singing this. And it's a little embarrassing because, first of all, they're, they're 12 and 7, and they're singing about margaritas. <laughs> and then they're saying buffet. So, Margie, you can just say buffet and it. No. No, okay. No, still, no. <laughs> for Margie.
3: Okay, I did not like buffets before COVID, okay? And I don't like them more now. And when I, okay. walk, when I drive past Golden Corral and I <laughs> see a full- parking lot there and I'm like people go home that Golden Corral is COVID to me like it's,
2: just, <laughs> All it's right. not good But aren't if they, they serving- were not serving it as a word we're not allowed to say um, the food is so good yes. and there is so much of it I was looking at pictures
3: of it, it online
2: puts- it puts all other word we're not allowed to say in the world to shame. Buffet, 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 buffet,
3: buffet. I just, it just, okay, when I went to, and it's not even just for like the germ factor of buffets, cause like, it is what it is. Like, let's get our immune systems back up to par and go to buffets. But when, for a character, and BOMA is not a character dining. And so I'm sure I would enjoy it a lot more, but I like a character dining buffet is a stress factor to me as a mom. You're missing <laughs> them. They come around and they they say the character is going to be here in just a minute, but I cannot sit and relax knowing that I have to go get food for all four of my kids up at the buffet when at ohana when it was just family style and they just brought it to me like that so was the nice. first character meal that i could sit and relax and enjoy the character meal and so when i saw that the Fays were coming back i was like oh yeah. man like i don't know i just well it is what it is let me and tell I'll you probably still go to them and i'll
2: especially boma well. i'm gonna
3: try that one boma's yeah,
2: BOMA's so good that you don't need characters to distract you from the quality of the food because the food is good. Yeah. All right. It's I'm going to $49. I'm gonna put that out there. Yes, it is a good... I think it's a good value for your money.
0: Well, Margie, just wait because I have a list of I more buffets coming. She probably yeah. wants to
1: hold her ears. I know. I'm sorry.
0: We've got the, we've got the beer garden. I'll I'll go through it quick. Okay. (laughs) I've got the Beer Garden Restaurant in Epcot's World Showcase. It's going to be returning to its buffet for lunch and dinner starting on August 29th. It has been open serving a family-style meal, which Margie was saying, they are kind of nice when you've got kids. But now it's going to go back to the buffet. The Crystal Palace, this is a character meal. It's going back to its buffet from... Uh, beginning September twelfth for lunch and for dinner, it has also um, no. It hasn't been serving a family style meal. It's just been a prefixed menu.
1: But so are the characters back, the back yet? No, At Crystal Palace. Not yet. Oh. I think they're. I think they're easing in the buffet and then they're going to see what they can do. Yeah, that's my opinion. That is not something I read. For some reason, I thought Crystal Palace had characters back
3: already. Not yet. No, mm. the only character meals really other than Cinderella, are like the main, like Mickey, Minnie, Donald. You Chef know.
2: Mickey's, Garden Grill's yeah. doing it.
3: Topolinas Terrace. Yeah. Topolinas Terrace,
0: yeah. Um, I just thought, since Money the Pooh with the masks and everything, I thought they were another one that got to go back i guess i was wrong on that one good thing i don't have any of the poo fans huh Then <laughs> <laughs> we've got steakhouse 71 it's what is replacing the wave restaurant at disney's contemporary resort originally the rumor was that the name was going to be called the incredibles steakhouse and that the incredibles would be making an appearance for breakfast oh, how would that have been That would right Yes. None of this is confirmed but it would fit perfectly since Disney decorated the rooms the new incredible theme. This restaurant will be casually themed and it's named for the restaurant's opening um, and it's named for the restaurant's opening year. Disney says it will be open in time for the 50th anniversary.
3: Oh my gosh, a character dining with the Incredibles would be so fun. Yes. So I hope...
2: I don't so know. that would be really cool if it's really open I might consider stopping here on our January trip if I see it looks interesting um, because we're going to be staying at Wilderness Lodge so it would be very easy for easy us for to get to, to get get the get Contemporary yeah. um, and give it a try but yeah it's definitely interesting because they have what is it called it's Steakhouse 50 it se- 70 71, Steakhouse 71. 71 no in Disneyland Oh,
1: it's yeah, it's based off of that.
2: Yeah. Okay. I can't think of the I don't name of the no, I'm high not hopes crazy. For the,
1: <laughs> the for the characters,
0: I'm going to be totally honest, just because I feel like I don't know, steakhouse seems a bit fancier. Well, they I'm said like, it was
3: going to be for breakfast.
2: Okay, well oh, is oh, it right. like okay. Ruth's Chris or is it Texas Roadhouse cuz I'm thinking I mean, <laughs> Texas Roadhouse <laughs> you know. because they
1: said it's a casual environment, which yeah, is not yeah. what Ruth's Chris is.
2: Yeah. Okay, I think it's called Steakhouse 55. Yes, you're right. Okay. At Disneyland. Yes, mm-hmm. it's in the Disneyland Hotel. But it is called a classy steakhouse. See? So
0: not Texas Roadhouse.
2: Yes. I'm trying to look up the menu real fast. It says it's not open right now, though. Oh, no, they, they do have breakfast, too. Well, that's all
0: i've got and sarah you are next
2: for some i'm more sorry dining. let me keep going i'm st- st- looking <laughs> still at menus looking at menu looking at the steakhouse You're gonna be hungry over there i know <laughs> well hey i had french toast for dinner so yum i know it was delicious so the special 50th anniversary dining experience at california grill will be open later this year i know that that's a very popular destination for many dining enthusiasts at disney world but it will have a limited-time menu inspired by the restaurant's rich history. So there is no word yet on the estimated opening for this experience, but soon, I hope. Um, Over at Hollywood Studios, the Dockside Diner reopened this past Sunday, and they are adding new items to the menu. So some of these items will be in honor of the princess celebration. I've seen some pictures, and it all looks very cute and interesting um so I, I think we might have to give that one a try on my next trip the tune-in lounge the bar inside primetime cafe reopened this past sunday as well the hours are ten forty-five a.m to 9 p.m the menu is signature cocktails beer and wine there aren't any seats so guests must stand at the bar also food is not being served there yet at epcot's world showcase in france this is very exciting Um, Le Creperie de Paris had a soft opening last week for cast members and their families. I love the way you said that, Sarah. I know. She (laughs)
1: always does good with the languages.
2: Just a reminder, it will officially open on October 1st. And those pictures, it looks so French. It just, it looks fun. I
1: like that they (laughs) have sweet and
2: savory. So we,
1: we could both visit there,
2: Sarah.
3: Yes, I'll go
1: for the savory.
3: And this is a new restaurant in France. Correct. Yes. yes.
2: It's not their little crepe stand no. No. that they have. Yeah. No. This I'm is much more than a stand. The stand upped its game and turned into a is little quick restaurant. Is it service
3: or sit down? I think it's table. quick
1: service,
2: it's, isn't
3: it? It's table service
2: no. but they have a
1: window you can order. Oh, oh
3: okay. never mind. We have some more restaurants to talk about at Tortuga Tavern in Adventureland at the Magic Kingdom they're reopening with a turkey leg with housemade chips, a barbecue slaw dog, a barbecue pork sandwich, an all beef hot dog and the peanut butter hazelnut spread and banana sandwich. That
1: sounds intense. Yeah. It sounds like <laughs> not for Vicky.
3: Banana you, you you lost me at banana. Oh, oh no. no. That does sound pretty good to me. Peanut butter, hazelnut, and banana. I'll take it. Um, and it's just amazing to me the amount of restaurants there are at Magic or at Disney World. I'm like, I've never heard of this restaurant. I've never heard of this one.
2: <laughs> Gosh. Well, I feel like Tortuga Tavern and the one you're about to speak of aren't open all the time. There's They're a not. lot of seasonal. Yes, that is right. Well, that's why.
3: I don't feel too out of it. Um, at Westward Ho in Frontierland, the item that everyone is talking about is the thick-cut candied bacon on a stick. Now, I have seen the candied bacon on a stick. I just didn't know where it came from. <laughs> so, it's a little pricey. Now you know. But everyone that has eaten it says that
2: it's worth the price. Have mm. any of you guys had it? I have not, but I don't need to candy my bacon because in my house, we <laughs> already call it meat candy because it's... Oh for sure so good <laughs> but no um, but it, i'm sure it's delicious
3: oh kusafari coffee shop and bakery is reopening at the animal kingdom and will be reopening on sunday august 29th and they have some new items on their menu a spiced potato pocket a marinated chicken flatbread sandwich and a red chili hot dog the Big Top Treats, reopened in the Magic Kingdom's Fantasyland, and here the guests will enjoy gifts and treats that are offered here like popcorn, cotton candy, Mickey Rice Krispy Treats, and much more. And so since the Main Street Bakery still hasn't opened yet, which is super sad, this would be the place to go for a sweet treat if you're looking for one.
1: Yes, and the sweet treats look delicious there. Like they do everywhere because they make them look so yummy. You want to eat all of them, every single one. Anytime <laughs> I
3: talk to my, anytime I talk to any of my clients about Epcot, I'm always like, "Go to the patisserie in France. Go to the Werther's original bakery in Germany. Go to the bakery <laughs> in Norway." And I'm like, um, "I guess I kind of really like
2: sweet treats because yeah. I want well, to eat every okay. single one
3: of those bakeries."
2: <laughs> Lehal is often the like voted the best quick service in epcot i love that and i have never had such good it's just simple it's bread and cheese and Mm -hmm. like a bechamel sauce and it's all so good and i i crave it and we are we did not go there on our last trip because my my husband is very much i never want to try the same thing twice kind of a person Whereas I find something I like and I want to eat it over and over and over again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, so we are going back there. We have two Epcot days and one of them will be Le Hal. Absolutely. So. It's
1: delicious. It's, it's um, good because you can get some things there. Like the lobster bisque is amazing back there. It's the same lobster bisque they sell in Le Chef de Francais if you don't want to go have the whole sit down thing. So, yes, you are so correct. All right, we're going to jump on to the Disney enchantment. I'm going to start out talking about it, and Stephanie's going to finish because there's a lot of information. So this is the new nighttime spectacular that's going to debut on October 1st in the Magic Kingdom. Um, The music that's behind this is supposed to inspire people. I think we talked about that a little bit last week when we were talking about the new song. Um, This immersive project is going to extend all the way down Main Street USA, which is amazing. And if you watch the commercials, I think I get more excited every time i see the commercial and they seem to have those commercials on a lot of, when you're on netflix um an original song that's titled you are the magic um by seven time grammy winner philip lawrence is going to be also a part of this show and since magic kingdom opened october 1st 1971 the fireworks have been like the cherry on top of the Sunday at the magic kingdom so from fantasy in the sky i had to look this up sarah by the way because you were asking me the other day how long did that show last First it was Fantasy in the Sky, then Wishes, then um, they had Holiday Spectaculars that were separate from that, then Happily Ever After, which has not been around for very long, I believe 2017 or 18, um, each new show has raised the bar for the next one. So they're saying Disney's Enchantment is going to continue that tradition. We will not be disappointed.
0: And just a little bit that they have released about it. I mean, it it does seem like it's going to impress. So they're going to join dreamers. You will be joining dreamers like Tiana, Miguel, Rapunzel and brothers. You've got Ian and uh, Barley from Onward. And then it's gonna take you on an adventure with Moana, Rhea and Judy Hopps. Then Joe Gardner who is from Seoul is going to transport us to classical stories like Beauty and the Beast and Alice in Wonderland to more contemporary stories like Luca and Wreck-It Ralph. Everything will build until finally, this is the moment so many oh, of us were afraid yes. it was not going to happen. <laughs> Tinker Bell is going to fly in and sprinkle gold pixie dust, empowering all of us to believe in ourselves and the magic that is all around us. By the end, we will discover that we only have to look within ourselves to find the power to believe and make dreams come true, because the magic is inside all of us. And Margie is tearing up.
2: Uh, <laughs> I really like this. I, I really, really hope they don't cut out on a lot of the classic, original Disney movies. Like, they mentioned Beauty and the Beast and Alice in Wonderland, but... I really want more of the classic stuff. Include, and like I love the new stuff, but don't forget the classics. Please no, don't I, leave them out.
1: I agree, because
2: they were the
1: start. They yes. were the original, right?
2: Yes. And that's where I feel a lot of connection with Walt Disney, the man, because he touched those films. Yes, mm-hmm. I would agree. So please do, don't leave them out. Well, Stephanie, you just did such a good
3: job reading that, and <laughs> did I you feel empowered? Like, I feel like you should be the narrator, and <laughs> oh. I just—I'm really, really excited
2: for Tinkerbell to I sprinkle gold
3: pixie dust. I still and think it would be really favorite. cool if
2: she goes all the way down <laughs> Main oh, Street. all the way
3: down Main Street! Wouldn't that be amazing? I don't
2: know if it's physic- you know—physically possible the angle of the you know the castle to the end of main street she'd probably stop halfway down main street but um yes very cool
3: i cannot wait for it
2: so on wednesday monorail orange lost power at disney's contemporary resort On Saturday, Monorail Silver suffered a similar fate on the Epcot line when it was on its way to the Ticket and Transportation Center. Guests were stranded above the Epcot parking lot for about 40 minutes, not far from the Epcot station. Disney eventually restored the power. However, Monorail Silver was towed in to receive some maintenance work. So I'm very sorry for you if you were on that Monorail for 40 minutes. Um, And it was Not fun. Yes. Um, I was watching a um, a vlog just today, and I saw, and I've never seen this before, but it was a little, not a monorail, but like a a maintenance unit on the track for the monorail going down. And you could see some guys on it. It was very interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that before.
3: When I just hear about people being stranded on the monorail, on the Skyliner, on a ride. I'm just like, I would be so anxious Me too. that my Disney trip is getting ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I would just be like, I'm on my way to somewhere and I need to get there and I need to do this. I mean, I guess it wouldn't matter if it was like at the end of the day when I was going back to the resort, like whatever. Except for then you've got crabby kids who you're trying to drag back with I have you. You to listen to them yes. for
0: 40 minutes?
3: So no, I I just feel bad for those guests that were stranded on the monorail. My head always
1: goes to Did Disney try and make that right? Did they give them something? That's what I was thinking. Well what
2: are they gonna give them? They can't do fast passes anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they can um They you can get they can get you Yeah, um, they can. Yeah. They can run you up with those people that are on the tours. They can just like <laughs> we saw a lot of that going on. I'm telling you that had to have happened. But I just think it's ridiculous because how long has that Epcot been open? Not that not much. very long. It's just got reopened. Yeah. So weren't they working on it when it was in the in the shed?
3: <laughs> I'm also not- amazed at like how often a ride breaks down. Like Rise of the Resistance breaks down like a lot because there's so many so many parts to it and yet we continue to go on. (laughs) We're like, that's fine. We're we're on. We're good. (laughs) But Okay, so the CDC, let's talk about them for a little bit, um, is recommending not only that unvaccinated people avoid cruises, but vaccinated guests with underlining conditions, older people and pregnant guests as well avoid cruises. The CDC believes that cruises have a higher risk for the spread of COVID, which I would agree, um, but Disney hasn't made any of these changes to their cruising, but we will keep you posted. Um, While well, the Prime Minister of the Bahamas, this is kind of a big deal, has signed a new order that requires all passengers wanting to visit the Bahamas, which includes castaway key to show proof of vaccination before coming ashore and this just barely came out Um, this is for all guests 12 and up and it goes in effect September 3rd and runs through November 1st so this week Disney Fantasy cancelled their September 4th trip in order to continue with their slow phased approach and guests that have paid in full for their trip will be given the option for future cruise credit or a full refund and guests that haven't paid for their full trip will receive a full refund but this is a big deal because Disney, so far, has only been double dipping at Castaway Key with their cruises. They haven't been going to another Bahamas port, and they were like, "Well, it's our, you know, our our island." So, but now the Bahamas are saying, even Castaway Key, you even have your to own be, island, even your own island, you have to show proof of vaccination before getting off that ship and going there. Wow, They
1: were explaining it somehow That land was sold from The Bahamas to Disney Like in some way they're interconnected Mm. Um, They were explaining That when they were on The Wish And I didn't understand the whole situation But then when this came out I'm like Oh okay so even though Disney bought it from them they can still Declare it because it's a part of their I don't know entity or whatever However you say it I'm very bad with geography
2: Yeah, it might be written somewhere that they have to follow certain rules, laws, or, you know, governance from the Bahamian government. Um, Or maybe
0: Bahamas is just getting a little greedy because Disney isn't going to the Bahamas. They're just double dipping in Castaway Cay and they're like, we we need you back.
2: Mm. I have an Mm -hmm. idea.
0: (laughs) That could be it too. I'm going to go ahead and say, you can't go there either. Now you have
1: to come to me. They, they sailed from the Bahamas because on that wish, mm-hmm. they went to the Bahamas to get on the boat, or that's where. our do you know what I'm talking? Do you watch that person? I, I don't watch that person.
3: Kyle, I don't watch the person, Kyle um, Paolo. I thought they were leaving from Port Canaveral. That's what I thought too. And but going he to the Bahamas. But he I know got, that
2: Royal Caribbean is only going out of the Bahamas. Well. Cruise ships have to have a, you know, like their home base port. They berth in,
3: or Mm -hmm. they, you know,
2: they fly the flag of that country. And the U.S. is not one of those places. (laughs) So their home port could be the Bahamas. I just don't know off the top of my head.
3: For Disney
2: or Royal? For many cruise ships.
1: Thank you, Margie and Sarah, for joining us this week for the Rumors and News episode. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or you can text us at 636-395-0544. In fact, I would love if somebody would. Um, I'm starting to think that number doesn't work, even though we tested it <laughs> oh, out several no. times.
2: <laughs> you would like <laughs> just to
1: send us a message, guys. Right. Just say, hey, I agree with you. I'm listening. Like to, yeah, really. Or I'm listening. I'm here, people. I'm here. If you would like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Stephanie, Margie, Sarah, or myself, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your reservation.
0: And make sure you listen to Friday's show because we are going to break it down for you about that new genie system. We're going to go into great detail. If you didn't get enough details before, you're still confused or have questions, listen on Friday so you can better understand what's happening at Walt Disney World and Disneyland with what used to be the FastPass Pass system. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears the mousecapades podcast
1: well girls i think it's about that time
0: disney love may all your dreams come true adventures out there have a magical day my friends <laughs>